It's not about you. I made mistakes in this industry that I'm not proud of. You know, I'm not like the most perfect. Okay. Now, what I want to challenge you on. You sit down and you you take this very serious. You don't take this lightly anymore. You do what's best for you. But my only pushback is this, bro. You know, considering the situations with brokers that I've got going on, it's the third time this has happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, until I get my account to the standard mm -hmm. where I feel like, based on my skill set, where the money needs to be, mm -hmm. I think until that point, I, I don't think it would be fair to do in person yet until mm -hmm. I have the track record again mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, prove that the system works, if that makes sense. I think that's the mm -hmm. most fair way to do it. It's always going to be somebody that's going to say, this is fake or that. It's 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 just how it is, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to understand it. I think the most important thing is making sure that you have a system and you test your system for more than three to six months. And then as you are learning, um, you're putting money into your trading account and you you trade the system on a demo. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, the new trader. We are in the building, in the studio today. Today, we have a special guest in the building. Uh, he's all the way from Missouri. That's where he flew in from, right? That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Like, I want to kind of give you the backstory real quick. So I have a friend, Kevin. I've had Kevin on the podcast. And uh, when Kevin really got serious about trading, um, I think he purchased, well, he told me like three courses. Uh, one of them I don't remember, but he said he purchased a course from this guy named uh, Bullseye, and he purchased a course from uh, my boy Doyle. Shout out to Doyle. And um, he was sharing with me. He was like, yo, this guy, uh, Bullseye, like he like sniping US 30 like crazy. And so when he told me about him, this was like over a year ago, probably like a year and a half ago, I went followed him and I've been following, you know, the trades he's been posting, the setups he's been calling out. I've been following him for a while. And so recently, um, he saw the podcast and he reached out to me like, hey, like, what do I have to do to be on the podcast? And I was like, yo, I already been, you know, <laughs> I've already heard about you. I've been seeing what you've been doing with US 30. I would love to hear your story. Would love to hear how you got to this point. And just personally, I'm intrigued because I've seen you mm -hmm. like literally call stuff out. And say, guys, look for GJ buys or look for US 30 sales. Yeah. And they played out. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm very interested as a person that's growing in my trading right now. I always tell people that the more knowledge you have in your toolbox of knowledge, the more prepared you are for market conditions. Yeah. You know, and that could actually be applied to just your personal life as well. The more you know, the more, you know, more prepared you are for certain things that come your way. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody that's been through a lot and some problems come towards you later on in your adult life, you're better prepared for those situations, right? Yeah. So same thing applies to, to the markets. The more you know, the more prepared you are for certain things that are happening. Yeah. You know? So how did, so like, I watched yeah. for a while. Yeah. Again, I'm talking before you reached out to me, bro. It's been probably a year and a half, yeah. you know, since I followed you on my other Instagram page. Um, and I've seen your precision with, and I've also seen some losses you've had yeah. with some. I've had some big yeah, losses. Yeah, like with some FTMO accounts you've yeah. blown, but you've yeah. got them right back, though. <laughs> I have. And yeah, yeah. you've showed that live. Like, mm -hmm. I know you have military experience, and I want to get into the whole story, but, like, I just want to start off here. What do you think traders like myself, new or developing traders, I consider myself a developing trader, what do you think we're missing 
that's stopping us from having that confidence that I see you demonstrate? Honestly, I'm sure you've heard this answer plenty of times, but I, I do want to go a little bit more in depth. So it comes down to your, your psychology. And in your psychology, it really depends on what your game plan is and your risk appetite, right? So we all know discipline in life and on the charts will create that confidence that you're missing. Mm -hmm. So if you can become disciplined to a specific system that you're using to approach the markets, that discipline will then turn into confidence. And then that confidence will allow you as a trader to take trades maybe you wouldn't have taken last week, mm. but because you have a certain risk appetite and a good systematic approach that you've mastered, I guess, you can now apply that. And then that's where the confidence will you know, intertwine with itself. You know, so I think that's the biggest piece that's missing for people, not staying consistent with a system, mm. not following their plan. Mm. Right. Because if you follow a routine for so long, I forgot, how long does it take to get a routine? Um, it's they like, say 21 days. Right. 21 yeah. days to get a routine. Imagine going through 21 days of a specific system mm -hmm. and you, you decide, oh, I just saw this guy who's making a little bit more money using this system. And you just broke that 21 day routine. Right. Let's just play devil's advocate. And, and you yourself went through a whole routine for 21 days. You saw someone else make a little bit more money with this new strategy, and then they get you with the 80% success rate, a 99% sniper entry rate, whatever they're using to entice traders, right? Yeah. You'll see that, and then you'll break your routine just natural, naturally because you always want more. Mm -hmm. right? As a trader, we always want more. And I think to some degree, at some point, you have to give a system a chance. Mm. You really have to give, them a, give a system a chance, and then over time, you'll see how the confidence starts to develop. Bro, that is good. You starting yeah. us off right, yo. That is, yeah. I'm like, it's like I'm in school. I'm like, yo, that's hitting home. Yeah. So again, like we kind of talk, what well, we talked before, and I was telling you how like I always, when I hear something that's valuable, I stick with it. Even if I don't see like, I gave you the example of growing up yeah. in like the hood, right? And seeing people that were drug addicts, you know, mm -hmm. walk into the bus stop and they would give us advice. Listen to your parents, stay in school, stay focused, don't hang around the wrong people. And a lot of the other kids in the neighborhood would ignore them because, hey, we know that they smoke crack or they get <laughs> drunk, right? Yeah. But I was always the one that I would like, yo, if it was good advice, I'm like, yo, I'm going to take that. Like, even though they're not listening to their own advice, right? Obviously, look at their life, but it's good advice. And I and it's just for some reason in my life, I've been always able to identify something like when somebody opens their mouth and they says something that is like transformative, mm -hmm. I'm always in awe. And what you just did, just that simple <laughs> like quote, yeah, yeah, it was transformative. So tell me this. Okay. So how do we get to the point? where we know that what we are doing, our system of trading is right. actually good? Yeah, so that's a good question. So obviously your risk appetite is something that you need to focus on, right? So, you so need to risk over setup. A thousand percent. Okay, okay. Because setups can be incorrect. Mm -hmm. You can have a really low win rate essentially, but if the risk is making sense, you're always going to be profitable. And that is what's, what is sustainable. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing hedge funds, right, that exist that are handling way more money than we could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing them um, over leveraging or going, you know, too crazy because then you're, you know, you're playing with a lot of fire, right? So yeah. that's why uh, there was a situation with Wells Fargo not too long ago where they uh, got in trouble for losing a lot of money and they couldn't you know pay clients out it's online anyone can go search it right mm -hmm. but if you really think on the back end of it somebody messed up in the market mm -hmm. if you really think about it because a large percentage of our money is being trading in the being traded in the markets excuse me mm -hmm. every single day our mm -hmm. accounts right so 
you have to understand that um, you have to have a trading journal and you have to understand that your risk appetite is making sense, right? When you start over leveraging, and this is why a lot of people are not going to like me for this. This is why I have an issue with the whole flipping culture. Mm. Let me put a hundred bucks in and flip it to this, right? And you see that all the time. It's, it's, it's almost like it's oversaturated in the Forex market for new traders where they're seeing mm. people taking small amounts of money and then turning it into like, let's say 200 bucks to like 2000, 3000, $4,000. Mm-hmm. It's possible to do it, but is that sustainable over time? Mm. No, because eventually, right? If you're over leveraging specific accounts, all it takes is one loss to wipe out that entire win streak. That's true. Right? So I've been there. Right. So the flip culture kind of annoys me personally. Mm-hmm. I've flipped accounts. I've done well. But again, I've blown accounts because my psychology wasn't matching the discipline that I've mastered. You understand? So mm-hmm. there was a conflict and that's, really the reason why you'll see inconsistencies in people's journey when they're trading. Mm. You know, not to veer off too much on your question, but no, I think no, no, it's very ahead, important yeah, to yeah. journal and then making sure you're understanding that you're not over leveraging what your ha- what your account cannot handle. Mm. You know, so keep the risk small and then mm. make sure the reward is always making sense. Why are you taking specific positions? Where are you taking them to? Mm-hmm. And are you, you know, are you partialing out your position just in case there might be a reversal? Right? Cuz I always tell traders, if somebody comes and knocks on your door right now at your house and gives you $400, mm-hmm. are you going to take that $400 or hope that stranger walks away and comes back with more money? You're going to take that $400. Yeah. So that's the market when it presents a specific amount to you even knowing you over leveraged, mm-hmm. you're only I think right answer for over leveraging, even though you shouldn't have, is take the money when it did, when it did come quick. Yeah, yeah, right. Because you can, if you really have to feel like you have to over leverage, because mm-hmm. I know how it feels. It feels like there's a casino in the palm of your hand. <sighs> yes, bro. Right. And I always tell people if you're if you're gonna actually over leverage, which I'm not telling anyone to do, but mm-hmm. if you do do it because of the flip culture, just make sure you're getting out earlier because the profits are coming quicker. Right. Yeah. But what is over leveraging to you? Over leveraging is just. Honestly, just handling what your account or excuse me, risking what your account can't handle. So a lot of people, when they risk two hundred dollars to make that two thousand that you see, they're over leveraging that whole account, mm. you know, or not using stop losses or whatever the case may be. There's different systematic approaches that you'll see with people that over leverage because, mm-hmm. again, it's a casino. Yeah. What happens when you go to a casino and you're playing blackjack and you put one hundred fifty bucks down, and you lose all one hundred fifty. You go back, take another one hundred fifty and play blackjack again. Yeah. Because it's addicting. Mm-hmm. Right. At some point, you have to cut that addiction off. Yeah. Right. Do you always use a stop loss? Always. When you say trade? You really? Do. Yes. So 2020 mm-hmm. FOMC October. Okay. Oh, you remember it. Like, you calling it out like to <laughs> yeah. the T. So I, I took an account to about 97,000. From what balance? Uh, well, I started with 600 when I first got oh, into wow. Forex. Okay. That was over about a year and some change of being in the markets. Mm-hmm. And I scaled it to about 97,000 and some change. And then I blew like the majority of the account on FOMC because again, I was still a new trader. I was in the flip culture. I kept over leveraging accounts. I was getting lucky with my trades because mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have the system that I do now, mm-hmm. right? You develop as your journey, you know, grows. Right, right. So um, at that point, you know, I thought I was on top of the world, Calvin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I was yeah. on top of the world. The winds were coming. I was getting lucky on, on certain trades that I was taking. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's unfair to say luck. Some of it was luck. Some of it was obviously the skill set I applied to even take the trade. But at that time, I wasn't really using stop losses, you know? And yeah. I remember FOMC, man, October 2020, I blew the majority of the entire account. And that was just one day. Wow. Yeah. And I was in profit when I first entered the trade, but I didn't close. Uh-huh. And then it just went against me. 
margin to be out mm-hmm. and then it went in the direction that i knew essentially where it wanted to go but you were too <laughs> yeah. the risk was too much right you couldn't handle it right what's up traders it's your boy calvin a new trader sorry for interrupting today's podcast episode but did you know that one of the reasons that traders like you and i fail our prop firm challenges is simply because we violate our daily drawdown and more specifically than that a lot of times we violate our daily drawdown not even knowing that we're breaching the account. We just get these emails and we get notified and we're like, oh man, how did I do that? I didn't know that I was near my daily drawdown, but there is a solution to this problem. And when you're looking to get funded, you want to rock with a prop firm that is making the journey easier for you. And one prop firm that is doing that is Blue Guardian. Now, Blue Guardian has this tool called the Guardian Protector. And what the Guardian Protector does is it allows you to place a limit right before your daily drawdown so that regardless of if you know where you are or if you don't know where you are or if you forget to set a stop loss, that Guardian Protector will take you out of a trade before you violate your daily drawdown on your account, which ultimately allows you to live to trade another day and have another shot at actually becoming a funded trader. Also, Blue Guardian has no restrictions on their trading. You don't have to set a stop loss. You can hold over the weekend you can trade whenever you want you can use eas all of that stuff is permissible when trading with blue guardian these things the guardian protector no restrictions are things that make traders like me feel confident in working with the prop firm ladies and gentlemen if you're interested in getting started with my recommended prop firm blue guardian click the link in the description and use coupon code new trader one to get 10 percent off your next challenge today again that's coupon code new trader the number one to get 10 percent off your next prop firm challenge with blue guardian today Mm. So you talked about taking partials. Yeah, that's interesting because I was having a conversation yesterday with a friend of mine. Shout out to my boy Ralph, um, and we were talking about how the market conditions right now. It seems like um, we're not really able to catch those big high risk to reward moves because price is pulling back so much, right? right? And overall, on higher time frames, we're ranging basically in a lot of pairs. So. What we were saying is maybe we got to get back to the scalpers mentality where it's like, yo, we go up a certain amount of pips, start taking partials, start bringing stops to break even. Mm -hmm. We have traditionally been, yo, we trust our back testing so much. When we get in, it's literally set it and let it go. Either it's going to hit the stop loss or hit the take profit, right? Right. But from you, because I want to learn because like what the market's showing me is like, bro, like for instance, yesterday, I took GJ buys at the open, right? Yeah. I was up 50 pips. Anticipating like a 100 pip move, that thing hit like a weekly resistance and that thing came all the way back down. You know, I'm going to give you some sauce. Give um, me some sauce right now. Come on. <laughs> risk appetites, right? Mm-hmm. If And this is something I've been teaching my students heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a 10, 15 pip stop loss on GJ, okay. as soon as you're 15 pips in profit, that's your one-to-one, you're going to partial out. Mm, so how much are you parsing? Like 50% or? 50% okay. of your position at the one-to-one makes sense. Okay. Because there's always a strong chance for reversal, then you set and forget. I like this. Come yeah. on, come on, come yeah. on. Because then if, you're, if your anticipation on that example you just gave me, mm-hmm. if it would have went to 100, then you know, you've know you already secured profit for the day, but then now you're just getting extra rewards for the market for being patient. So a wow. lot of us are impatient, right? Yeah. US 30. If I'm 50 points in profit and my stop loss is at 50 points mm-hmm. stop loss, that's my one-to-one. Partial out. Take something. And then stops the are going where? Break even. Stops are at break even. And then you set and forget. Okay. That's so, my advice. No, I like it. No, no, no. Again, yeah. I'm the person that yeah. I, I I can identify <laughs> yeah. transformative information. Yeah. 
That's yeah. transformative for me. Yeah. Now, my next question is, are you using, like, they got these devices that you can use to manage trades? Oh, I don't do that. You, oh, okay. So, so only because I trade US 30, the uh -huh. points just make sense. It's easy. Like, if US 30 is at 30,000, it goes to 30,300, that's 300 points. Yeah. So the math is just easy when it comes to indexes because it's just based on the point system. Okay. Pips is a little different because you have to calculate your pips and stuff like that. So... Um, but at the end of the day, they're all just points, mm -hmm. right? So um, on TradingView, the little ruler, it tells you how many pips something is. So if you really want to get lazy, just take the ruler from your entry, go to where 15 pips is if you have a 15-point stop loss, and then you can set, you can just wait for it to get there and then do the math that way. 15 points, if I have a one lot, what is that? 1.00 multiplied by 10, so you have $10. If it goes up 15 pips, you're up, what, 150 bucks? Yeah, yeah. You know? So one, half of that and okay. easy math, easy math. Yeah, yeah, so one-to-one. One oh one, I always stops to break that. even. Stops to break. Take even. half, yeah. and then what's next after that? After if price continues in your favor, so now now what do you do? Where's your target, right? So if right. you, if you, because targets aren't guaranteed. A lot of people look at take profit, and they just <sighs> think, okay, take profit, right? But I call it take. Well, <laughs> I always called it take partials before when I was first like learning. But again, take profit puts put this puts this psychological aspect of where we are guaranteeing that that take profit's gonna hit. Right? You put a TP and you're like, I'm going to hold till my TP hits, but you're not managing the trade as it's going. Mm. And I think that's where you'll see a lot of failure in new traders' success because they just want the TP to hit so bad because take a profit. Mm. You know, but I call them target points. Bro, this is so good. Yeah, this so, is so, so good. I have a target, but it's yeah. not guaranteed. Like, if even if you're in the military, you're not guaranteed that your mission is going to be successful, but what during your mission plan was successful, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of times when you go out, you're just not going out for one day, two days, whatever the case is. If, if it's not going right, you just go again, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about managing the risk and making sure that your environment is safe, right? And the only way in the markets where your environment becomes safe is by using the stop losses, taking those partials, because now you have a peace of mind of saying, I just won today. Yeah. You know what that does for your psychology of saying, <laughs> I just won in the markets today when we all know it's not meant for us to win? Come on. You know, it's yeah. not. So when you actually start winning because you're applying, you know, the right psychology aspect behind the skill set, that's only 10 percent. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you feel real good. And again, then that builds confidence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm OK with 20 pips in a day. If, if you know, I do have a decent, decent account, you know, if it makes sense, I'm OK with taking half. Yeah. Because compounding is more important than making the money right now. Mm. Mm. Compounding is something people just don't understand. You have a three hundred dollar account. Uh, let's be realistic. You're not going to only risk three or 30 bucks on it. But at the end of the day, what's $30 times 10? Like if you win 10 trades in a month, you just you just made 100% of your account balance. You should be proud of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to get real saucy here, man. No, like, no, come, come on, come on. And <laughs> like, let me turn my phone off because I hear it going so, crazy. Yes. Yeah, so, ahead, yeah, I'm in my bag right now. So um, give us that good for new traders. A lot of people, right? They want to see the success so quickly. And a lot of people always ask me, how did you even scale your account? Because people think it was just trading profits. Mm. And I'm here to say, sorry, it wasn't. Come on. Right. You give have us to something. continuously deposit and deposit. And deposit mm. right? So I'll go just based off the salary of what US Americans are making yes. you know based on 2023 is 60,000. Okay, a year. That's about 5,000 a month before yes. taxes. Correct. So I always tell people, right? If you really want to take trading serious, no matter if you're in an hourly job or salary, 20 to 30% of whatever you make from your job, whether you get paid weekly, bi-weekly or monthly. As mm -hmm. soon as you receive that check, 20 to 30% right into your account. 
and then and then you just develop that over time, right? Yeah. So if you do everything correctly, you can end up with twelve to thirteen thousand dollars by the end of the year of just deposits, and that's not counting any profits that you make. Come on, people bro. think it's just put the money in one time and I'm gonna flip it, and if I blow it, well, my initial deposit was only this amount. It's the wrong mindset to have. Mm. Trade it like it's a real savings account, bro. You know? Sheesh, man, yeah. this yeah. is good. So I already do that. Don't talk about this. Yeah, so I already yeah. do this, right? Yeah. In my business account, when I like before I pay myself from my business, I try to pay myself once a week, right? I take an owner's withdrawal. So if money comes in at the end of the month, um, that money hits the bank account. There is a account for taxes where money like a certain percentage, like uh, like thirty percent, automatically goes into the tax account. Then we have another account that goes to pay like uh, the different VAs that work with us. And then that money goes there. And then there's another percentage that goes into the owner's draw. And that's where I pay myself every week money that goes there. And then once money goes there, 10% of that goes into like what I call a 10 X account, but that's my Forex account where money is just sitting there, but I got it just sitting there because I'm not yet confident to put a chunk of money into an account yet. So I've just been trading with prop firms. That's what I've been doing. And that's where I've been making my consistent profits, right? With prop firms. Cause I'm still building that confidence. Like I'm not naive to say I'm ready. You know what I mean? To put my hard earned money in there. You feel what I'm saying? Um, So that's where I'm at. But so, but now hearing what you're saying is you start that account, you treat that account like it's your savings account. Mm -hmm. And that money that I got going to that 10X account or that 4X account just continue to dump that into Correct. my personal account when I'm ready. Correct. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause like, I like it. You know, a lot of pe- a lot of traders for some reason don't have that conversation, you know? Yeah. And I, th- and I think it's just, it really is important to have that conversation mm-hmm. because a lot of people are struggling right now. Uh-huh. You know, and ever since COVID, um, Forex just became a hot topic, you know? And I feel like just online in general, you know how it gets. Just, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that or saturated or recycled and it really comes down to people who like have the experience and then you really want to listen to those people Mm -hmm. and you know if it makes sense then and you can relate to that person i would say listen to them Mm -hmm. you know because there's a lot of things online that you want to stay away from but yeah i don't know why people don't have these conversations like it's not just a hundred bucks two hundred dollar deposit i'm done no every time you get paid no matter if you're struggling or not yeah you have to make that sacrifice. And, yeah. and that's part of my come up. Like, that's what I had to do when I lost my apartment in Tampa. Yeah. You know, like when I was first in Forex, I started an IML, you know, and I did as well. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like after two months, I was like, I don't like what's going on. <laughs> and, you know, well, that's a topic for a different day. Yeah. But um, I remo- I've removed myself from mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember uh <laughs> I literally had a job working for Power Home Remodeling during the time I was in IML. Mm-hmm. And IML kind of, I'm, I'm thankful for them to a certain extent because mm-hmm. they put in my head where why should I be capped at a specific salary or hourly rate when there's so much money to be made out there? Why am I capped mm-hmm. at 60000 a year yeah. Right for certain jobs? Why? Or a doctor, they're still capped. Mm-hmm. I feel like Forex teaches you freedom and there's there's no... There's no like restrictions or restraints on you as a forex trader. You can make whatever you want, mm-hmm. right? When you master the skill set. So knowing that, I'm thankful for IML putting that in my head. But mm-hmm. because of that, I was enticed to quitting my job mm-hmm. very early. Yeah, you know how it was quit your job. Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so people can say I was negative, but to a certain extent, I'm, I'm thankful for that experience. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and hate a whole company for the mindset that it put me in to get to the position that I'm in today. So a lot of people yeah. say that like. Yeah. 
MLM companies will completely transform your mindset and make you go after your real dreams and goals. A lot of people say that, bro. So it could be negative or positive. It just depends on your experience and your outlook. I agree. Right. And don't get me wrong. I had videos with some people on YouTube and we clowned IML and stuff. But at the end of the day, (laughs) you know, I, I can't sit here and be like. I did all this without them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm thankful to a certain extent for specific people that were in that environment where mm-hmm. I was like, I quit my job and I'm gonna go pursue this. Yeah. Now there's consequences for quitting your job. I got evicted from my apartment. Wow. You know, because I quit my job, I couldn't afford it anymore. And mm. it's not like I was successful straight up with Forex. And then that's when I became hungry. So I think when they kicked me out and they told me like you have to be out by November 28th or 29th, I think it was. Um, I was like, okay, what now? And I had a German Shepherd at the time. His name's Zeke. He's mm-hmm. four now. But I had him and then uh, Jada, who was like seven months old, six months old. Yeah. So I had two German Shepherds to take care of. Mind you, I was at 195 weight-wise. After I got evicted from the apartment and I didn't have money coming in and I made sure my dogs ate, I lost 80 pounds. Whoa. In, uh, in like during the whole process. Wow. I hit 117 Whew. because I wasn't eating. And... That's part of the story that I think that people need to hear mm-hmm. because like my come up was not easy. Wow. Um, people online have said certain things or made certain accusations on how I came up, but um, people don't really like understand. Well, tell us, man. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah so talk to us. So uh, I'm going to try to hold my emotions on this one. So Doug, go ahead, bro. So in I Tampa, won't judge I was you. at River Rock Luxury Apartments in Tampa, Florida. A Tampa, luxury. Well, they called it luxury. It oh, was in the ghetto. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had raids every like other week. Oh man, that sounds like that sounds like home to me. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice apartment, so I yeah. gave them credit. Um, yeah. It was only twelve hundred bucks a month. But uh-huh. I quit my job. I got evicted from there. But it was called Temple Ter- uh, River Rock Luxury Apartments in Temple Terrace. So their mailbox was a little little shaky. They're, I hope if they ever see that, they'll be like, "Oh, we're gonna get that guy." But no, um, the mailbox would open easily, and mm. there would be McDonald's coupons and Burger King coupons. So I would take those coupons. And I would save them, and that's how I was eating. Wow. If I got to eat, like if I had money to eat. Yeah. And I would clip the coupons and I would go to Burger King, get like the two for five ninety nine deal or whatever. And I would take the uh, I would get two of them, one for me, and then I would take the burger patties and I would split it in half and give it to my dogs. Mm. You know, just make sure they eat. And there was times I went into stores where I would go to self checkout, pay for a soda and walk out with food. Mm. You know? And then and then I was said, okay, this is not sustainable. What happens when I get caught? I'm going to lose my dogs. Mm. What am I doing here, right? Especially having military experience, um, which we'll get into. They were going to help, but there was just an issue with that. Um, having dogs, they were going to provide me like um, a home and stuff, but they said no dogs and all that. I'm not sacrificing my dogs. That's my responsibility as a man. Wow. I got them. That's that's my responsibility. Yeah. You know, and people would be like, oh, that's dumb. You should have got rid of the dogs. My friends were telling me this. Mm. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep them. So, yeah. um, but back to what I was saying. So I'd go into stores, pay for a soda or something, walk out with food. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, this is not sustainable. I can't do this for this long. If I get caught up, my dogs get taken away from me. And then what? You know? And um, so I made an Instacart account. Mm-hmm. It was around the time COVID was starting and stuff. So I made an Instacart account. And um, I was pulling in, long story short, um, after tips, like maybe 13, 1400 bucks a week. Wow. Um, and then... Delivering groceries. Yeah, to, to old people because mm-hmm. <laughs> they were too scared to go out, you know? Yeah. And again, this was around the time after IML and I'm getting evicted. So I, trading was still in the back of my head and I needed money, mm-hmm. right? And when I started doing Instacart, that's when I started taking 25% of that check and I was putting it into my um, my account. Wow. Excuse me. So, and then that I just did that and I would drive uh, to like a McDonald's mm-hmm. and I would, because we had a 24-hour McDonald's if I'm not mistaken. 
or during the day I would go to Chipotle and I would cop their Wi-Fi and I would take my trades there. There's actually students right now that are watching this interview um, that have been with me those days where they were on those Zoom calls when I was, you know, on the McDonald's and Chipotle Wi-Fi doing Zoom calls with my students as I was learning. I was teaching them as well. That's and this cool. is people that were at IML. They're like, where'd Ralph go? Because I used to call the signals for them too sometimes. Mm. So people were wondering where I was and stuff. And obviously my phone was turned off. I didn't tell anybody what happened, you know, but some people that had my telegram from that time we're watching everything that was going on. Mm. So I have people that can vouch, you know, and vet everything that I'm saying. And, wow. you know, it was pretty sad, like, when you think about it, because, like, you fast forward that five, six months that I was copying Wi-Fi and trading GJ at the time. I, I hardly was able to use, uh, trade US30 at the time because it was during the day and I was doing Instacart. So mm. I started with GJ. Mm -hmm. And I would only get, like, 20, 30 pips anytime I was correct. And then my losses were, like, 10, 15 pips. So over time... It was working for me. It wasn't much money. It was like 30 bucks here, 50 bucks here, 90 bucks there, you know? And then um, some London sessions, NASDAQ would go crazy. So when NASDAQ would give me what I needed, I'd make 120 bucks on NASDAQ. Wow. And again, just compounding that, you know? Um, at that time, I couldn't afford to over leverage. So like when I first started, I was following a plan. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like down the line. I, that's what brings us to the FOMC event. But anyway, I was making a little bit of money, stacking up, and just kept putting my money in. You fast forward in like two to three months, I had enough money to go back uh, to New Hampshire where I went to high school. And I was able to go rent a room and finally put a roof over my head with the dogs. And then it was just like, it was game over from there, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a hard grind. And then I got, I got to there and, you know. So something I love, bro, is so you are essentially growing in your trading. Yeah. You're struggling personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're still helping others. Yeah. I always I've always been that way. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. That's and amazing. I'm you, there's probably 200 people that will end up watching this that can that can vet that. Yeah. You know. My first mentor, he told me this. He said you learn better when you teach. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, a lot of times for you to get something, you have to take what you're learning and find somebody to teach what you just learned too. And you'll start to see it differently. And you'll start to have aha moments yeah. as you're sharing what you're learning with somebody yeah. else. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, And bro. that's why I was, you know, I'll be honest, I was disappointed in myself when like a year goes by and I blow that 90K account. And then, you know, some people that, that were in the industry who had bigger names than me and things of that nature. Oh, it's funny that Bullseye did this. But I think that you should not. You shouldn't be too hard on yourself if that happens to anybody out there. Like mm -hmm. if you get to the point where you're a little overconfident, mm -hmm. you need the market to humble you. So that way it prepares you for when you're actually making the kind of money you want. You won't make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I, I'm a firm believer in what people say, where you have to lose a couple hundred thousand to be a millionaire and to be a billionaire, you got to lose a couple hundred million. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it sucks, but that's the reality. It, it prepares you for what the future has for you, you know. At the, at the end of the tunnel or however you want to word it. You know, yeah. I feel like things happen to us and we get humbled very quickly mm -hmm. when we start getting over our heads because at the end of the day, it just it just molds you into a better person and then puts you in a position to tell people, right? Like, don't do this, don't make these mistakes and you'll be all right, you know? Yeah. So how long have you been trading? Three years. Three, man, bro. Yeah. Man, I feel like I'm so behind, bro. Because it, it, like, it's been three years for me as well, but I just feel like, like my growth, like, I'm happy, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I went from making nothing, losing thousands in my first month of trading, yeah. literally, to like literally getting to a point where I've been able to make more money than I put into this skill set. I can spend $500 on a 100K challenge and from that 100, that 100K 
like account, that funded account, make five plus figures for the year, right? And so I'm grateful, but I just what I came to the skill set for is more than that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like that's it's a hunger, man. It's, it's a yeah. It's a like that's what bothers me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I also think my biggest problem is because I was already free from the nine to five before Forex. I think that made me think that I can cheat the process by just throwing money at the skill set. And I think my three years weren't actually equivalent to like your three years. My three years was just kind of throwing money at it. Let's see what happens and kind of cheat in the process. Yeah. That's what a lot of people do. And there's, there's nothing wrong with it because it still teaches you something. Mm. It's a lesson. Yeah. It teaches you something, you know, um, people need to understand that money's not going to come quick. It's going to take a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. But are you willing to put in that blood, those sweat, those tears to actually grind this out the right way? Mm. Do you have what it actually takes to be that successful trader that you want to be so bad? Mm. And that's a that's an internal battle that you have to get over, you know, and I can't even say that I'm perfect. I've walked away from it and came back multiple times. Wow. You know, because mentally, you know, it's just I wasn't always mentally strong mm -hmm. you know so that was my own personal issue and then those issues reflect on the market so sometimes it's okay to just walk away and just put money aside and then when you're ready come back to it there's nothing wrong with that either every situation that you put yourself in as a forex trader is going to mold you into something better down the line that's mm -hmm. what i want everyone to understand right now it's not working but that's a you problem figure out what that problem is internally and you'll start to see the shift in the markets Wow. You know, because a lot of people that I know, too, have really good success stories. It really comes down to the point where, you know, how how can you influence yourself to change? What is it going to take for you to just change? Because what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and again. Getting and expecting yeah, a different, different result. result. But I think so. I so in my belief, like I think to trade for it, you have to be insane because we're like <laughs> we get paid. <laughs> to like when we find a way of trading, yeah. like you yeah. said in the beginning, yeah. do the same thing over and over again. But yeah, sometimes you're gonna lose. But if you keep doing it, sometimes you're gonna win. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So I'll you know you always push back on that. <laughs> yeah. But, in forex, we have to be insane. Yeah, you yeah. do. You do. But if 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 you're making the same mistake over and okay, over yeah. and over again, and you mm -hmm. haven't learned from that mistake, that internal problem is never gonna go away. Fast facts. But a lot of people, we're men. Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah, of men yeah. are trading, right? We're egotistical naturally. We're alphas, right? We don't yeah. like to be wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't like to be humbled. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, it comes down to the point where it has to happen you have to sit down with yourself and understand who you are as a man if you want to see or a woman you know but just i'm a man so um you know if you have to figure that out as a man inside you have to have that conversation with yourself yeah you know and then that hunger of figuring out why i'm not successful is mm -hmm. what's going to drive at that point you know yeah that's what it comes down to and I, and the man, I just love finding out why. I used to annoy my dad when he when he was alive. He would <laughs> I would play games with him. He would he would tell me something about whatever he wanted to tell me about that day, and I'd be like, why? And he'd tell me again, why? I was like, how, you know, like how far does the rabbit hole go? With yeah. what you're trying to tell yeah. me, you know. And it's just like I apply that to the charts because if you're a firm believer and everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm a firm believer that everything on the chart happens for a reason, and we just have to figure out why specific things are happening. Yeah, and that's the point of journaling. Right. And a lot of times the mistakes that we're making is not the charts. The charts has nothing against you or me. We're seeing the same chart. Why mm. am I winning and you're losing? We're seeing the same thing. Right. Yeah. So it just comes down to the point where you have to figure out why I'm doing something wrong. What is it that I'm doing wrong? And when you figure out that answer, stop doing it and then find a system that's going to avoid you from doing it. Because there's something in someone's system. There's something in someone or excuse me, a trader's game plan or 
risk plan, whatever you, whatever it is, that's making them do that same mistake. There's mm -hmm. just something in their risk plan that's just making them do the same thing over and over again. It's time to sit down, have a conversation with yourself with a journal and feed yourself what, what you're putting down. Try not to beat yourself too hard because I'm a firm believer in positive annotations because mm -hmm. right, everything's vibrations. And just figure that out and, and shift to a, a different system that's going to not make you make the same mistake. Because 90% yeah. is psychology. Mm -hmm. I, I, me personally, this is my opinion, 5% technical, 5% fundamental, 90% psychology. A lot of the times it's just the things that we're doing. Yeah. You know? That's the problem that I like. I find with myself, it's like I unconsciously do the same things, the same mistakes again and again. And um, it is, bro. It's very psychological. And we don't spend enough time. Well, personally, I can speak for me. Like, I don't spend enough time understanding my habits and understanding what I'm thinking about when I'm in the market. Because, like, but we need to. Like, for yeah. example, you're having a bad day or you're feeling negative, leave the yeah. charts alone. Facts. Facts. If, if something stressful happened in your work life and you just think the charts are going to make you forget about something, leave it alone. Mm -hmm. But people don't do that. It will, it will reflect. It's very important because people think it's a joke when they see things online where they're talking about millionaire trader routines. You need to listen to some of them. Wake up, feed yourself positive annotations. It sounds silly. Go to the mirror. I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm going to kill the charts today. Whatever, whatever positive annotations you need, you wake up, you tell yourself that every single day. Right. And then eventually those positive annotations, you'll start to believe those annotations and then it'll reflect. But if you wake up every day, oh, the charts are against me today again. Yeah. It's just going to keep happening to you. Right. Because you're not mentally in the right space to even take that trade. Mm. That's why it's very important to not just journal trades for the risk appetite like we speak or talked about earlier. It's very important to have a personal journal mm -hmm. as a trader. Sounds silly. You know, like after this interview, I really do hope everybody that ends up listening to it goes and buys a notebook same day from CVS for like two bucks mm -hmm. and start a journal, man. What are you writing in your journal? In my journals, it's a lot of positive annotations okay. at first. I'll say it to myself and then I write them down, mm -hmm. usually like five to 10. I don't, I don't really, I, I say it so much mentally that I don't need to write it that much anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's what I start with. I write that and then like, what's my goal for today? Uh, what did I learn from yesterday's trade and how can I be better? Mm. That's how I just journal myself. There's different approaches, but me knowing who I am psychologically now and how far I've come, like knowledge-wise, um, that's how I journal for myself. That's how I relate to it. Obviously, it's it's shifted, but mm -hmm. for now, it's annotations, positive annotations. How, uh, what happened yesterday? How can I be better today? Mm. And how often do you read that entry? I read it every single weekend. I'll go back because I'll I'll journal for the week, mm -hmm. and I'll go back on the weekend. And obviously, I read all my annotations again, but then I see like what trades went wrong, what trades went right, how can I learn from it? And then the thing, too, that I want everyone to understand is psychologically, if you want to be in a good mindset, you're not worried about yesterday's trade, whether it was a loss or win. Forget about the losses and the wins equally. Mm -hmm. The next most important trade in your life is the very next one you're about to take. Mm -hmm. So everything else is irrelevant. And I say that because, again, that, that experience of what I'm telling you comes from my FOMC event in 2020 in October mm. or 2021. I think it was, I mm -hmm. keep forgetting. It was one of those, mm -hmm. but, um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> writer's block <laughs> or mental block. But, um, Oh man, what was I saying? You were talking about, Oh yeah. Back to the yeah, FOC. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so I'm relating. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I'm bro. relating to that because, um, if you focus so much on the wins, you get that overconfidence. And then when you have, you, you know, a large amount of money and then, 
you've never been humble like that before, you're going to make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's very, it's very important to just forget about the wins because you're going to get overconfident and then humbled. And then you have to forget about the losses because then you start feeding yourself negative energy. Mm. And that's going to reflect again. And you're going to see inconsistencies, um, in your, in your journey or your plan. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I had to like a mental. No, no, it's all good, bro. This is really good stuff. <laughs> getting, it's like I dive in and my mind's just going everywhere. Yeah, you know? <laughs> man. No, nah, but this is really solid yeah. and informative, yeah. great information. And, again, and I only teach based on experience. Correct. Correct. Know? Because that's all we have at the end of the day. Right. Um, so let's talk about your strategy, right? Okay. So yeah. <laughs> you utilize fibs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's the only tool I use in the market. Okay. So how did you number one, develop this? Because you talk in the beginning about how it's important for us traders as we're new and uh, developing and growing, it's important for us to be consistent with one system, right? Yeah. So how did you like? How did you get to the point where you were confident enough to use only fibs? Because for some people, well, I'll speak about my experience with fibs. It's like they're good when they're good. And they're horrible when they're horrible. <laughs> you know what so I mean? So here's the thing about Fibonacci. Uh -huh. He's a genius. So uh -huh. the thing about fibs is a lot of people look at it as a value. You need to look at it as a percentage. Okay. So psychologically, everyone needs to go to their, their charts, go to the fibs, and click, click scroll down, turn uh, values into percents. All right. Okay. It's very important because when I'm looking at my fibs and I'm selling, right, psychologically, if it hits the 61.8 or the 78.6, those are normally my entries. Hmm. If I'm looking for sells and it hits one of those levels, correct? Mm -hmm. And I'll get I'll get into the system that gets me into that, but mm -hmm. just for fibs in general for now, mm -hmm. for the sake of conversation, if I'm in sales and I have 61.8 and it, but I have it as percentage, I'm getting a 61.8% return on my sell. Or if it hits 78.6, I'm getting a 78.6 return on my sell. And here's a good analogy, right? When the PlayStation 5 dropped, everyone was selling it for 12, 13, 1400 bucks. Remember when mm -hmm. it first dropped because the, the supply was low, but the demand was so high, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going, as a seller, I'm going to sell for a higher price because that's the only way I get a return. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go buy the PlayStation, buy an extra one and then sell it for, for retail value. Right. As a seller, I'm not because you don't make money that way. Right. So that's the psychological aspect that I impl implemented into the fibs because it just makes sense to me. Right. Mm. It, the higher it is, the bigger the return, essentially. And then when you're looking at fibs on a bullish aspect, I'm get buying at a 61.8 discount. Or I'm getting a 78 point point percent off. You know, on my PlayStation. Uh, I like this. Yeah. I, OK, 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 OK. I like this a lot. Yeah. So. When you're drawing a fib, mm -hmm. okay, let's say you're looking for a buy move. Yep. So you're drawing your fib from low to high. Correct. With the 100 being at the bottom and the zero at the top. Correct. Okay. And it has to be a break of structure in the most recent price action. Okay. And what time frame are you doing this on? So so that's the beauty of my system. So uh -huh. the very first thing that you need to understand is you need to have a perspective time frame. Okay. So whether that's the daily or four hour, it doesn't matter. You have to have a perspective for the day that you're looking to take entries, okay? Mm -hmm. So as soon as I load up my chart, I need to have a directional bias, okay? I have to immediately. If I can't figure that out within 30 seconds, then I'll have to wait until it tells me. That's okay. that's that's obviously more advanced stuff now because I used to not be that patient. But you have a perspective time frame. Four hour daily, this is how I perceive the market. This mm -hmm. is what is going on, mm -hmm. right? This is how I perceive what is going on. Mm -hmm. Then you use lower time frames to find entry executions because your 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 smaller time frames is always going to be the behavior mm. does my behavior align with how i'm perceiving the market if the answer is yes you now have a confluence to enter your trade 
Okay. So <laughs> So if my four hour is bullish, but my fifteen's bearish, wait for the fifteen to be bullish. And yeah. then you play your play place the fibs on a low to a high that made the retracement and I take my trades off the sixty one seventy eight. Okay. Now people would be like, Okay, Ralph, well US thirty, how are we gonna how can you determine directional bias? Um you know, like sometimes people are confused, like how do I know it's gonna go up or down? Right. Like, mm -hmm. how can I figure this out? And then that's why the US 30 system, when you use CNBC, which is on my YouTube, you know, if you just type in US 30 King, it's a picture of me in a red shirt, 163K views when I dropped it. And it's funny, I had no subs on YouTube when I dropped that video. It was almost like the universe was just wanting everyone to know this information. Yeah. You know, um, which I'm thankful for. But on CNBC, like if the majority of the of the stocks that make up US 30 are, are bullish for today, that's my perspective. I saw I right? saw that video right? from you. So, yeah. yeah. So if I have a bullish perspective fundamentally from US 30, but my four hours still bearish, place the fibs, wait for the now you have your perspective lined up. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm expecting bullish behavior here that's the perception mm -hmm. so when the 15 or five minutes starts giving me bullish structure in that level then i'm going to go ahead and take my trade stop loss goes to the previous low always respect your previous structures and then my targets are the highs um that it retraced from those are my targets okay this is good because if something is truly bullish it'll take out that previous high on any time frame absolutely and if it's truly bearish it'll take out the previous low on every time so you're using the fibonacci like like essentially to gauge the trend. Correct. And so so either daily or four hour to see your overall perspective. And so I'll put a fib on mm -hmm. a four hour higher high that's giving me a retracement, mm -hmm. but I'm not taking entries on that four hour anymore. My course talks about like my course is outdated. It's your course years. is free, right? Yeah, it's free. Okay. It's outdated though. It's been like two and a half years or something mm -hmm. since I dropped it, you know? So I've advanced, mm -hmm. but essentially, right? I'm telling everyone now mm -hmm. on the four hour, I have I will mark up my fibs from the low to that break of structure on a higher time frame. Mm -hmm. When it comes into that level, now I'm placing another fib on a lower time frame that gave me the same system, mm -hmm. the, the break of structure into a retracement, mm -hmm. and then my stop loss now becomes tighter because naturally, on a lower time frame, your stop loss is going to be smaller. I'm not mm -hmm. going to use a four hour stop loss on US thirty. Correct. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hundred plus pips. Right. Uh, points. <laughs> or points. Like two hundred. Yeah. Two hundred points. Right. You're crazy. I'm not doing that. So yeah. um, now, like. Like my my as I had advanced, my US thirty stop losses are anywhere between <laughs> twenty to fifty points. Okay. And then my targets are like two hundred. Boom. So when you said that you give yourself like thirty seconds mm -hmm. on the daily or the four hour to find a perspective. I like that. Yeah. Because essentially if it's not that clear and concise, you have no trade. Then just leave it alone because now you're trying to create something that's not there. It's not there. Mm, that's where my I like it. comes in now. Yeah. My, my students they are asking me, they're like, "Hey, you haven't been calling like because I'm I'm more disciplined now than I've ever been in my life." Mm. You know, like I cannot afford to mess up again, especially with the information I've I've just dropped on my Instagram or the things I have going on. I cannot blow another account. Yeah. No more. Yeah, and I and and I have to practice what I teach, and it, and this is why I love having an entire community behind me because mm -hmm. now I have to listen to myself. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, you know, as a leader in this industry, you know, I have to listen to myself. No more mistakes. Yeah, so I stay disciplined. That four hour, and I I can't come up with a directional bias. Mm -hmm. Let Let's say I gave four hour a chance, and it's not giving me direction. I'll wait till nine thirty open, and I'll wait ten minutes for the CNBC chart to reload. Mm. So if I couldn't get a perspective uh, for the first thirty seconds when I got on, wait for the open. Mm -hmm. What's the CNBC colors? Okay, boom. Do I have a fib set up today? And if I do, execute. If I mm. don't, I leave it alone. So, when you're looking for your perspective, mm -hmm. 
you're just making sure that you're in a trend. So like you're either at a high, you're at a high low, or like what do you like? What's the perspective? The like, perspective is if I think I'm bullish for the day, I need to see a higher high being created, and then I need to see that pullback. So you That's need to be bullish behavior, and then vice versa for sales. Okay, so your daily or your four hour candle needs to be. Like breaking previous highs? It, it had to have broken previous structure already. Either that day, the day before, Correct. or either that or day when? or the day before. Okay. Um how I, far back? Like is I your don't limit? How far back? Okay. I stay I stay recent. Most recent okay. within the within three days is my is my data. Okay. I don't perfect, go past perfect. three days. Okay, perfect. Because perfect. there's a misconception that everything to the left matters. People are gonna fight me on this, but it doesn't because mm. if I'm an intraday trader. Right. And I'm looking at the market and I want to and I want to execute today. Mm -hmm. I need to see the most recent price action. Everything to the left is irrelevant to me. Okay. What is happening right now? Because my behavior is going to tell me something that's going to align with my perspective. Mm -hmm. So I don't care about the left. What mm -hmm. is happening right now? Right. Because even though these people say trend is your friend, what is happening right now? I don't care that U.S. 30 has been tanking all year. I've caught 400 point buys on this downtrend. Yeah. You know, what is going on right now and how can I execute a one to three minimum? What, what can I do? do I like does this. my system apply to it? Yes or no? If the answer is no, I leave it alone. I like this, Ralph. You know? Ralph Ralph is your real name, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look at me calling, calling you. You blowing me away so much with yeah. this good information. Yeah. In the way you articulate, it's easy to follow. So I want to say that too. Like, you are a great teacher. Like, just from sitting here, yeah. everything you're saying, I can follow it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Thank you, bro. Okay, so let's continue. So. Okay. It has to have within the last three days, within the last three days, a higher high or a lower low needs to be created. Correct. Now, once that's confirmed, you're going down to lower time frames. The M15, the M5, maybe? Five two. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and you're looking for a new break of structure, a recent break of structure. In that time frame. In that time frame. Yeah. Now my perspective is already telling me what potentially could happen. Okay. So what's the time limit on the lower time frame break of structure? I don't go past like the last time. Okay. Oh. Wait, go ahead. Yeah. So what's the time limit of that break of structure? Like it has to be within the last 24 hours on that lower time frame. Oh, of course. It has to happen while or, looking for the trade in that day. Okay. So in that session, basically. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love session. it. In the session on US 30, I'm telling you, it's so beautiful. You're going to get a setup every time. Come on, bro. Every time. It's I'm about just, to I, change my trading strategy, y'all. I, I don't, don't <laughs> want to trade I'm about to trade like bullseye because I, bro, you are a great teacher. Like hands down, I'm you, CNBC like I'm telling just you, helps you with US thirty. Yeah, like people don't understand. US thirty is a fundamental pair. It uh -huh. always will be. Anyone can challenge me on this twenty four seven. I don't care. Mm -hmm. If you look all the way since US thirty was introduced to the market, it's been bullish. COVID, a joke to US thirty. Yeah, two thousand seven crash. Yes, they dropped, but it's always primarily bullish. Mm -hmm. it's, if you really look at it, besides the little dips it took, it's been on a a choo-choo train all the way to the top. Yeah, It's a fundamental pair because it, it reflects our U.S. economy mm -hmm. that's been strong. Even with the stuff that's going on, which I won't get into, right? The mm -hmm. political stuff that's going on, U.S. started still chugging along. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's been just going, Yeah, right? Even though it's been selling for the majority of the year or whatever, that's your pullback, but always look for buys on U.S. 30. You can catch the sales, that's fine, but fundamentally it's always bullish, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why I like CNBC because it's a reflection of what U.S. 30 is doing. If the majority of those stocks are red for the day, you have to understand that even if it doesn't happen in the first hour, the perspective is still true. It's still there. Yeah. It's going to drop. Yeah. Because if every stock that makes up US 30, right, if the majority of those stocks are red for the day, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what the percentages are saying. They're red. 
Just focus on the color. It's going to drop. Mm. Make sure you're there at the right time to execute and catch that move. Mm. Whether it's just 50, 100 points. You know how profitable you can be doing that, just following that? You Absolutely. can scalp US 30 with my system. Yeah. You don't need to trade my way. You can go fundamentally, look at CNBC, and when it's red, you can catch 50 points every single day, guaranteed, depending on the color scheme of what it's showing. Mm. You just have to be patient enough to wait for the move. Wow. Okay. That's why US 30 <laughs> is so easy to trade and why I trade it, because you don't mm. get a chart for Forex pairs. Mm. Okay. You have to really understand market structure and apply it because every pair is different. Yeah. It's a relationship that you have to develop. I don't. I, I'll trade GJ once in a while because my mm. system works. But you have to understand my system is built around US thirty. Mm. That's what people need to understand, right? So my system literally is so strong with US thirty that that's why it works. You can apply my system to other pairs, but it's not going to be as accurate. And because my whole system is developed around the relationship that I have with US thirty. So what about Nasdaq? Same thing. Okay, work okay. With that too. But Perfect. NASDAQ, it's a little more difficult because when you go on CNBC, NASDAQ is the 100 top technology uh, stocks that makes up its components. So you have to scroll. Mm. US 30 on the chart. It's right, yeah. it's right there. Yeah, it's 30 right fits there. on one page. Yeah. It's less stressful. to. You have to count NASDAQ. No, thank you. Okay. So, <laughs> you know. What are the FIB settings? FIB settings? Yeah. Um, so I just the zero, the 100, 61.8, and 78.6. Okay. And when price hits the 60 level or the 70 level, that's you going ahead and taking your entry mm -hmm. and you see it as, hey, I'm getting a 60 plus percent discount or 70 mm -hmm. plus percent discount. Mm -hmm. And if I'm buying. Right, 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 right. And then when it's reversed, you're just doing the opposite. Yep. Um, and where's your break even on my that? Break, my break even is just, again, if my stop loss is 40 points, I'm in profit 40 points, I'm taking half of my position, I'm putting stop loss to break even and I'll let the rest ride. So you're not even looking at, okay, when it reaches the zero again, no, I'll no, break no, even. No, so no. it's all pit based. Right, so the zero is your stop loss, the 100 is the target. Correct. Gotcha. Man, this is good. Okay. Or I think I said that correct. No, no, no. You said the opposite. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the 100, yeah. Yeah. So 100 is stop loss, yeah. stop loss yeah. and, and, and then zero is just targets. Right, right, right. But okay. If you already partialed out, and you, we all know US 30, if you get it right for the day, and you average, <laughs> I think it moves 250 points on average between open and closing price. I uh -huh. could be wrong, don't quote me, but yeah. around that average. Uh huh. So you can catch the majority of that move every day. Jeez, it's just bro. I don't trade every day because the market's meant for us to lose. So the more I trade, the higher the probability I'll lose my trade. Yeah. So I usually like to focus on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. That's what I like to focus on. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, I'll get on a Monday if the system's making sense. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be that guy that's going to say, I never traded a Monday. Yeah. yeah. But um, for <laughs> new traders, I think it's very important to follow this system, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Thursday, Fridays. The reason being is because Mondays is your weekly open. Mm -hmm. You don't know where, you, where a trade's going to go on the weekly open. That's why Mondays can get crazy yeah right you could go back test that you'll see monday wicks like nothing you know mm -hmm. it's really annoying sometimes but mondays it's a weekly open we don't have a directional bias yet you may think you have one but again mondays usually close weird but that's that's my point behind it mondays it's kind of like you know you have no idea where it's going to start headed for the week then tuesday what however monday close tuesday's like your continuation day mm -hmm. if monday was bullish you have a higher probability tuesday's going to be bullish mm. so and tuesdays are great days to trade correct uh -huh. for us 30 okay and then wednesdays we all know it's like a midweek pause i know doyle he talks about it a lot he doesn't yeah. trade wednesdays neither do i yeah I, I i've traded wednesdays and it just kills me listen Again. doyle is one of the few people like, i just want to say this like he is so disciplined who he is on that camera is who he is in person he is very disciplined in what he say he's going to do. Yeah. And I think that is something that I admire about him and why like I continue to build with him because I want a piece of that discipline. Yeah. And 
hearing you say that, like how important that is to like be aware of Wednesdays. That's something he's been saying for years. Yeah. But you've noticed that as well. Of course. Okay. And I still try because you can if you're careful and you know, and you feel like you're such a confident trader and mm -hmm. you can handle Wednesdays, that's fine. But it's not always gonna be like the, like it was I think last week, Wednesday just shot up. I think it was last week or the week before. But I just leave it alone now. Yeah. I've made too many mistakes on Wednesdays. I get it in over my head for like the last three years on Wednesdays. I'm done. Okay. And so, then yeah, go so ahead. Wednesday's the midweek pause mm -hmm. and then Thursday is continuation for your weekly candle close. Right? Okay. Because if you're strong at the beginning of the week, Thursday should continue. And then Friday, you you know how like towards the end of the day you always get those wicks that come down. So I call Friday reversal days. Mm. So, so do you trade on Fridays? Yeah. Fridays is my biggest day every week. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a higher probability that um, the weekly close will do the opposite. But again, there's going to be situations where the weekly candle uh, close is strong. But again, if my CNBC chart is green for a Friday, I know it's not reversal day, baby. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to continue to ride it. If I get reds on Fridays, I know it's reversal day. I love it, but bro. That, that's, that's the system I think beginners should follow and put that in their plan immediately and then practice their systems and how it can correlate with their psychology. But that's the foundation that I've built even for new people that come in or new students, excuse me, that come into, you know, just my circle, mm -hmm. my telegram and stuff. Bro, I really think, uh, like, I want to talk real quick, uh, like, about your course. Like, normally I do that toward the end. Uh, like, we're getting there, but I want to plug this now because I know a lot of people are following you the way I'm following you. Yeah. Um, you are a great teacher, right? And I know well, you I offer, that. no, 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 like, I'm being 1,000% with you yeah. right now. Uh, I mean, like, everything I say is going to be real, but I'm telling you, I'm being 1,000. Like, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm not being excited. Like, you are, everything you said, I see it in my mind. You articulated it very, very well. So, I hope so. I know I stuttered a little bit. No, nah, no, nah, you're good, bro. <laughs> Real talk, you're good. So, where can they get access to your your course yeah, that you have so available? On my Instagram, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure. I think What's your Instagram? Uh, it's just Let them know where it's at. <laughs> it's bullseye with an X. So, okay. instead of a U. Spell it for them. <laughs> B-X-L-L-S-E-Y-E. Okay. Um, but the link is in my bio. If you click community channel, you just scroll to the top. Course is right there. Okay. At the top of my telegram. And it's free right and now. They free. can get it for free. Okay. It's going to always stay free now. Okay. Yeah. Now, what I want to challenge you on and what I want you to do, because I'm just like, we talked on the phone, yeah. right? <laughs> but being here with you now, mm -hmm. you are a great person. Like, I'm going to just let you know. Like, well, the I, energy I I'm getting that, from you, you, you are a great person. Like, I'm just telling you right now. That's first off. You are also a great teacher. And I think that you need to start doing some in-person teachings, bro. Yeah, and when I move back to Miami, that's the goal. I should be back in like yeah. four months. Wherever you are, bro, <laughs> like from this interview, people are going to see how well you are. I have never done this on an interview before. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it now because I'm just being real with you. The way you just articulated your strategy, I followed everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like the most intellectual person you know what i'm saying like i pick up things a little slower than others right but i understood everything you're saying and i just truly think like it would be robbery of you not to offer something where people can consume the free material but then come in and sit with you pay something because they got to put some skin in the game you know what i mean and they like have the opportunity to sit with you to kind of get your guidance in real time mm -hmm. in real market like in real market you know, atmosphere to see you break it down. Like that would be beneficial to a lot of people. So I think, I think it's fair for, I agree. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fair for me to do something like that when I can, you know, prove myself again, 
Yeah. I made mistakes in this industry that I'm not proud of. You know, I'm not like the most perfect. You know, but nobody right. is though. Right. But yeah, you know, we all make mistakes, and um, that's just something that needs to be understood. I'm a fully transparent person. Yeah. You know, and considering the situations with brokers that I've got going on, this is the third time this has happened to me. Mm -hmm. Um, until I get my account to the standard mm -hmm. where I feel like, based on my skill set, where the money needs to be, mm -hmm. I think until that point. I, I don't think it would be fair to do in person yet until mm -hmm. I have the track record again mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, prove that the system works. If that makes sense. I think that's the mm -hmm. most fair way to do it. Yeah. But it's coming, you know, yeah. just give me some time. But yeah. No, listen. <laughs> I want to make sure the track record makes sense first. <laughs> I respect everything you're saying. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. But like, I want to push back and say this, right? This track record that you're trying to build. Mm hmm. It doesn't matter if you take a hundred thousand dollar account to a hundred million in a year. It's always gonna be somebody that's gonna say, You capping. Yeah. It's always gonna be somebody that's gonna say, This is fake or that. It's 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 just how it is, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to understand that, right? There are always gonna there are people in this world, and it's sad. But I can talk on it because I used to be one of them. I used to be one of those people that get on YouTube and everything I see, it's fake. They're scammer. They're this. You know, now it's cap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like back then, the word was flogging. They flogging. You, you know what I mean? Like, it don't. I, but I was one of them people. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why I was one of them people. Because I thought that, hey, I tried to be successful. And if I can't do it, or if I or or if I've tried to do it and I failed at it, oh, there's no way that this person is doing it. You know, and that's the mindset. I hate to say it, but I've been there. So I used to be one of these people. But that is the way this world is, bro. People, if they can't do it, it don't matter how many results or track records or how many different validations you get or people confirming what you say, there's always going to be more people online saying that you're fake yeah. and what you're doing is not real than people that believe you. Yeah. That's why we have the haves and the have nots yeah. because the people that have not are the people, well, the people that have are the people that saw their vision when they had nothing and they continued to lock in on that vision when they had nothing, which allowed them to create something right. that's faith. You got to see what's not present in order to have faith. Correct. That's what the haves have done. The have nots, they only look at what's in front of them. And it's a mindset of poverty that I believe it's spiritual, bro. It's a demonic, spiritual, you know, um, state of mind that is keeping people in a poverty mindset because they can't see nothing outside of what they can and cannot do. You feel me? And so my only pushback, but listen, you do what's best for you. Yeah. But my only pushback is this, bro. No, you're right. You're that, absolutely right. That you yeah. have, what you just no said. Matter how, no matter yeah. yeah, but what you just said has helped me, bro. And somebody's going to watch this and you're going to have people who are going to chime in in the comment section and say, yo, Calvin is right. This guy, he articulated his strategy very, very well. Yeah. I understood exactly what he's saying. And what I'm telling you is that a lot of times you don't have to show you know, massive results mm -hmm. to prove that what you said works, right? I'm going to give you an example of this. I'm going to give you a straight-up example <laughs> yeah, of this. Hit me, hit me with it. There was a guy that I just literally was doing my normal podcast, like I told you before. Before I started interviewing people, my podcast was strictly, strictly just me talking about my losses, 
me getting funded, me losing a funded account. Hey, guys, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. That's all my audio podcast was. If you go back to the first episodes on the audio side on Apple, Spotify, that's all you're going to hear is just me talking every day, right, mm -hmm. before I start interviewing people. And there were a few people, but there's this one guy that emailed me one day, and he said, Calvin, I just want to let you know that I have listened to your podcast driving to and from work. And, brother, everything that you have shared about your struggles have allowed. Now, I've been at this for a while, but everything that you've shared about your struggles have helped me to take accountability for the things that I'm doing wrong. And I just want to let you know, bro, that you have completely changed my trading. And now I'm in the the blue. You know what I mean? I'm 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 growing the money that I've put in and lost, I'm making back. I just want to let you know, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop because yeah. you have you are changing my life. That that's this guy been trading for who knows how many years, right? Struggling, that found motivation and found the fix for his problem yep. from a person that just started trading. That really is just documenting his journey. Don't even really know what he's doing at the yeah. time. <laughs> and so what I'm telling you is. It's not about you. See, you're thinking about, like, I need to revalidate myself in this industry. Well, Forget that, right? <laughs> Hold on. Forget that validation stuff, right? Okay. There is no industry. It's people that want to change their lives. Right. And you got some people that's going to do it, and you got some other people that just rather have barbershop talk and talk about, oh, did you see this person make that? Did you see that person make that? Yeah. That's in every industry. In sports, you have... The wannabe athletes that just talk about what this person should have did, what that person should have did, and then you got the people that's actually doing it and want to be at the professional level, right? right? So bump the industry. There is no industry. There is you, like what you're doing, bro, right, is you have information that you have personally seen that works, and it works time and time again. And it's not about you. Sorry for hitting your mic. Oh, no, it's not about you. It's about the people that really want to change their lives. It's about the people that maybe follow you on Instagram, maybe watch you on YouTube, right? That are like in some dire circumstances and all they got is time on their hands. They're like you when you had the dogs and you losing 80 pounds and they want somebody that can guide them, mentor them, teach them, show them the right way, not lie to them, just put them up on game about everything. They're looking for that. And, bro, there are people that will pay their last to sit with somebody like you to get that information. Because they know it's not that they're doing it to give. No, they're doing it because they're investing in themselves. They're like, yo, I know this guy can help me. And I will invest my last because I know the return on it is going to be crazy. The last thing I'm going to say is this. If anybody's been following my YouTube channel, last year, December, I had the YouTube channel for like a year and a half, almost two years at that time. Because I started a YouTube channel right when I started trading. Again, I'm doing this same stuff I'm doing on my podcast, I'm doing on YouTube, right. right? I'm just documenting my journey, right? And then I'm talking about my mentor at the time because I had a phenomenal first mentor. Shout out to Clarence, right? And so I was sharing with people like, hey, I, you know, I lost a couple thousand first week. I got this amazing mentor. I'm actually learning now, right? And I'm just talking about my journey. Now, anybody that has followed my YouTube up until last year, November, they know that I was stuck at like 5,000 subscribers. That's all I had. From November last year to now this November, it's been a year, the podcast is almost at 60,000 subscribers. Okay? 
that growth happened because last year in October, Halloween night, I invested six or seven thousand dollars that I had to take out on debt against my business. Okay, because my wife said, do not take that out of the savings. If you believe in it, <laughs> bet it against the business, right? So I took debt out on the business, and I learned from this guy named Daryl. He's my YouTube mentor. He has also consulted with Mr. Beast, one of the biggest YouTubers. And the price they gave me was based on my YouTube um, subscriber count at that time. So they said, for you, it's going to be about six, dollars $7,000 to do the mentorship. It's a 12-week mentorship with Daryl. My wife believed that I was serious about growing what I was doing in the Forex space, sharing my message, just trying to put it, my, just put this message of guys, believe in yourself. We can do this together. But even more than that, I have ambitions of starting different channels that have to do with other things. I'm a dad. I want to do a channel about being a dad, being a husband, right? Yeah. So I knew this information would be valuable to me in so many different ways, learning how to work YouTube the right way, right? I invested that money that my wife said, you're not taking out of savings. You got to take it against the business. So what I did was the money that I have coming in from uh, different clients and contracts that we have in our media company, I leveraged them against my banks. And I said, hey, for every new bit of money that comes in, you keep taking the money from our new money to pay back what I borrowed from you guys. So I borrowed a total of like seven, 8,000, a little bit more than I needed. But I'm telling you, I did that because I believed in this guy's ability to share the information that he knew. And I knew that I was hungry enough to get it, bro. And look at look at us right now, bro. Yeah, no, the channel has too. grown. And the channels that I'm working on about being a dad and being a husband, we're in the planning stages right now, but those are going to blow up, bro. And I'm telling you that forget about the whole, like there's this notion that if you charge for something that is wrong, no, bro. For people that are hungry and that want to change their lives, they need that, bro. They need that because they just got to get close to you. If Daryl would have never made himself, bro, he works with Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast makes hundreds of millions of dollars a month from YouTube. That's one of his clients. Like he, he don't need to be doing no $7,000 per person, 12 month mentorship, but he's doing it because he knows that there are other little Mr. Beasts that just need the information and need his guidance. So if he would have never did that, bro, people that are watching this podcast right now would not have access to this podcast because I wouldn't know what to do to work YouTube the right way. So that's all I'm saying, bro. Long story short, <laughs> I still want you to trust your gut, do what you gotta do, yeah. but I want you to know, bro, what you have done in this interview, I have never done this on it. I have never stopped the interview before and encouraged somebody to, to, to to like do something to help people. I'm doing it now because the way you articulate is very, very, bro, it's great, bro. You articulate well. And in this industry, we as new and developing traders, we need that, bro. And you need to make yourself a little bit more available because the free material, bro, it can only go so far. Well, bro. I mean, think about it though. It can I mean, only go maybe, so far. Maybe in the future, you know? I, yeah, um, yeah. I'll do like an in-person. I always wanted to do like a huge venue or event in Miami. Yeah. Um, for anybody that wanted it, you know, but it all starts with continuing to build your platform first. Mm -hmm. That way it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I don't want just two people showing up, you know? <laughs> so. Well, I'm pretty sure you'll get more than yeah, two people. Yeah, After I, this I, interview, you get more than two I'm people. Trust ball, me, I'm trust me. It, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, definitely when it makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Whenever you're and, ready. And, and I agree. Like, my course is outdated. You mm -hmm. know, there's obviously I've advanced since then. Mm -hmm. So I look at it being free because it's a foundation that mm -hmm. I've provided. You know, mm -hmm. at one point I was charging for the course, you mm -hmm. know? But I just sat down and I was like, well... 
I can just make this free and then as I develop, when people are curious on how the system is now, then mm-hmm. maybe that's something I can charge for, for, you know, being a little more successful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But <laughs> see, like, here's the thing, though, um, you know, and we going too long on this, but this is the last thing. <laughs> okay. This is the last thing I'll say. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just a person that I believe in investing yeah. in education. I believe in it strongly because it has changed my life. I started my media company off a $1,000 Facebook ads course that I brought back in 2017 or something like that from a guy named Dan Henry, and that changed my life. I took that $1,000 course. I used it on a credit card because we were broke at the time. We didn't. I was still working my warehouse job, yeah. and we were barely making ends meet. My wife had just finished school, so she wasn't licensed. Um, uh, my wife is a mental health therapist. Um, so at the time, she wasn't licensed and in her, her, her uh, practice yet, so like... We were on a tight budget and I just put that on my credit card and I took a gamble and the information, it changed my life, bro. It started my business. I got my first client in 30 days. And yeah. so, but, but, but hold up. This is this. All right. So here's the thing I want to say. So the free is great yeah. because it, it gives people the opportunity right. and for some hungry people, they're going to, the free information is all they need, but um, for the average person, right? They need to be able to, okay. I see what you said here, Bullseye, but they need that that in-person touch. Can you show me what you mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can yeah. you articulate or or like get on my level and 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 like break it down so that I can understand it? Some people need that. Now it's not for everybody. So I think the free is great because that's how you give back to the community, right? But there are a certain people, like I'm talking to a certain group of people. There are a certain group of people like me that when they see somebody that got it and they believe in, they like, hey man, what what do I got to do to get with you one-on-one? That's the people I'm talking about. And that's not everybody. That's like a small percentage. Right. But they're out there, bro. Yeah. They're out there. So just keep that in mind. That's all I want to say. Yes, just sir. keep that in mind, all right? Yeah. So listen, before we get out of here, yeah. I definitely want to give you the floor because for a new trader, bro, okay. for a trader that is just kind of just like they're just lost right now, bro. Mm-hmm. They've experienced some success. Like all traders have like, if you've been in this industry for a few years, you've experienced some wins. You've made some money. Now, you may not have withdrawn that money, but you've seen some money go your way, right? Virtually or in the blue. They're lost right now. What, like, just from your heart and just anything that you just feel like that that lost trader needs to know to, to just put them on the right path, this is your opportunity to just speak your heart um, to them. So- that's a really good question. And I think you can go so many different routes with that answer. But I think the best thing to say, and what we touched on it a little bit earlier, is I think every single trader who's still lost, and even if they've traded longer than me, I think this this is this is a conversation for them as well. Um, like really directed at people who've been in longer than me and not seeing any success. I think the most important thing is making sure that you have a system and you test your system for more than three to six months. And then as you are learning, um, you're putting money into your trading account and you you trade the system on a demo but keep funding the live account because by the time that you feel like you're confident enough to take the system and approach it to the live markets you, all you're doing now is those habits that you built on the demo you're it's natural you're just going right over to the live as if nothing changed mm. does that make sense mm-hmm. so i think that's the most important thing give the system a chance whoever it is you're learning from sit down journal 
and then continue to put money into your trading account and then you attack it when you feel like you're ready. Mm. You know, I'm not sure if that answers the question. Like some people want this amazing answer when it comes down to I'm lost, what do I do? That's what you do. Mm. That's what you do. You sit down and you you take this very serious. You don't take this lightly anymore. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is your life. Mm. People have lost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in this market making the same mistakes or not taking it serious. Like think about all the courses that people have bought and those same people may have four different courses from big names in the industry and yet they haven't found success. Is it really the course's fault or is it your fault for buying too many courses in a short period of time and not giving one of them a chance? Give a system a chance for three to six months while you're putting money away. And then you apply the system after that. It'll naturally relate it'll naturally reflect into the market. And if you see results, good. If you don't, guess what? System doesn't work for you. Find a new one at that point. Mm. I think for anyone that's lost, they need to just sit down and give something a chance. Come on, man. Don't just turn it off because it's not working in the first week or two. Mm. Stop putting money and blowing accounts on a system that you didn't give a chance for. People don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. They don't want to admit that, yeah, this guy's right. You know, like they don't want to admit it. Yeah. They'd rather sit there and be like, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to keep putting money into this until it works. Okay. To, to what extent, though? Mm-hmm. At what cost? Mm-hmm. People have lost their houses over Forex. People have lost their car payments over Forex because they want the bill money. The market doesn't care about your feelings, mm-hmm. doesn't care about that that rent that's due, doesn't care about your card note, doesn't care about your phone bill. market doesn't care about none of that. Mm-hmm. It's just access to be able to have the ability to have a little bit more freedom in this in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and and if that's not enough of a serious conversation to wake you up, you're in the wrong business. Wow. So that's that's from my heart, man. That's what I truly think. Yeah, man. I think people should take that and, and really listen to it. Man, That's thank you, opinion. bro. Thank you, brother. Yeah, no problem. Thank you I for this. No, nah, this was really, really good, bro. This was really, really good. Um, man, I just want to encourage you to just keep being, um, just like, just keep being a light, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm trying. I'm trying to change the game, man. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to give the 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 industry my own impact. Mm-hmm. I want everything to be transparent and from experience. Yeah, you know, I don't want to lie to people. I don't. I don't want to give anyone any reason to have no belief in anything that I say. You know, that's why moving forward, even with my discipline, I have to be, I have to stay consistent. There's, there's no more room for mistakes, Calvin. No mm-hmm. more. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's no room to lie. There's no room for untra- like not being transparent. Mm-hmm. Like moving forward, like I have to, I have to practice what I teach. Yeah. You know, um, I want everyone to understand that like this, this really is something that can change your entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's changed mine. Like, yes, I've blown accounts. Yes. When I was doing prop firms, I was having success in blowing the accounts, right? That That's my own personal experience, but the knowledge is still there. And what I want people to understand is like, even if you're in the same position where you're continually like losing your accounts and lose, it's not the end of the world. Just fi- fix that internal issue that you have with yourself that is getting you to make the same mistakes of blowing those accounts. Fix that, and I promise you, like, you're going to get everything you ever deserve in this life. I was there. I was homeless. I lost my weight, you know? I- I- and again, I could have been taken care of. I just would have had to get rid of my dogs, and I probably wouldn't be here talking to you today. Mm-hmm. Any single person that is struggling, your lights might be off, and you're watching this interview in a parking lot on Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? I don't know anyone's like everyone's circumstances, but I know there's probably thousands of people right now that hopefully have been in this kind of situation before, and they take this conversation serious because my impact on this industry is not materialistic at all. Yeah, it's not. It's it's to put you in a position as a new trader to do all the right things and not make the same mistakes as me to put yourself in a better position for you and your family. 
Forex is, is, is designed for you to have freedom and the ability to be able to do things that you want to do without having to worry about the money. Mm -hmm. that, that's the access you get with, with doesn't it just have to be Forex, options, mm -hmm. Forex, futures, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But in Forex, you know, like, this is our industry, this, you know, so we have to tell, like, you have to talk about the industry you're in, and Forex works, man. Yeah. I, mean, I went from homeless to putting a roof over my head and making crazy amount of money, you know, I have nice clothes, um, I'm not hungry no more. Yeah. I got Wi-Fi in my house. My lights are on. I got water. Like, it's a blessing. You know, I have a roof over my head, and I think that's the most important thing, and it's thanks to Forex. Come I don't on. have a job. Yeah. I don't charge anymore for mentorships or courses and none of that. I have to make this work. I have to keep the, you know, uh, striving to, to, to be hungry and, and keep doing everything in the, 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 the capacity that I am yeah. to make sure that I'm okay. Yeah. But I, do, I, I, went off, I drifted off a little bit. I just want everyone to know that, like, yeah. Whatever position you're in, whatever circumstance you're in, there's a way out. Yeah. Do you want to take this serious or not? If not, you need to find something else. Yeah. But that, and I don't want that to come off the wrong way. Don't don't say I'm telling you to give up. But mm -hmm. if you're not going to take this serious, something that changed my life, mm -hmm. don't bother. Yeah. You're not ready yet. Good stuff. When you're man. ready to take it serious, come back. Yeah. And that that's that's where I'll, that's where I'll stop. <laughs> uh, nah, bro, I love it, and I just want to like just encourage you, man, that you can you can change this industry, bro. And I hope I do. And and and, and like. But I want you to to really just understand the power of like you have a gift to explain things and teach, bro. Like you like you did that well today. Yeah. And I want you to not underestimate that yeah. because of what maybe other people have abused the whole mentoring route. You don't have to be that person. You can be the person that can actually change people's yeah. lives by articulating and giving them the information the right way. And that's my goal. Yeah, bro. Good stuff, man. Okay. Ladies, oh, go, go ahead, go, no, go ahead. For having me on, no, of I, course, bro. I, I, it's I an honor. I appreciate you for reaching out. Um, you were definitely somebody that I had already knew of. Yeah. You know, th there is a long list of people that we that I personally have watched and gotten value from that aren't big traders. Um, that my team has been reaching out to. We haven't gotten responses yet, but you were somebody that was on that list, and you just happened to reach out to me before the team had a chance to reach out to you yeah. first. So. Yeah. Um, like this was going to happen regardless. And, um, and I do want to thank you for what you're doing. And I want to mm -hmm. thank you for even giving me the platform, you know, yeah. um, to be able to to give people, you know, my my journey story and yes. and just, you know, the knowledge that I have. Yeah, like, I appreciate that. Because no, of course, I've, I've needed a plat a bigger platform than what I have mm -hmm. to be able to have an impact the way that I want to. So Come I on. do appreciate you for having me on here, man. I love what you're doing. Yes. And you keep doing what you're doing. Amen, you know, bro. I, I know thousands of people are gonna are gonna benefit from all the interviews man come on and that's why i hit you up i'm like i like what this guy's doing and i want to get my voice out there mm -hmm. you know so to god be, <laughs> hey bro it's all god yeah. bro god gave me the vision to start interviewing people you know it started out just being about me and god says no it's it's it's, it's bigger than you yeah. how many people can you unite on this journey to becoming and reaching the goals that you want to reach in forex while you're on the journey and that's what it's about yeah. uniting other new beginner and development traders together so we're all growing together right. and by having people like yourself that have gone through situations and overcame and you're still in this industry we can learn from your story and that's what we want to do yeah. so thank you yeah, man thank you. and uh that. ladies and gentlemen bullseye in the building another episode of forex beginner podcast listen we look forward to running into you at the bank one day but you cannot meet us there you got to beat us there when we pull up to that bank you should already be walking out duffel bag on your shoulder big smile on your face that's our way of saying we believe that each and every one of us will be successful listen till next time god bless you take care and uh holla at you later oh wait 
Bullseye, again, <laughs> let us know again where we can follow you. Um, again, bullseye. like one more time. Spell it out for him. Bullseye, B-X-L-L-S-E-Y-E. Just Bullseye, replace the U with an X. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another Calvin New Trader here. Holla at you later. Peace.